Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm always the one that talks first. <laughs> well, yeah, if you don't start talking, I don't know where we're recording. That's and true. I get all confused. That's red, red means talky time. <laughs> green means go. Come on. That's true. It is weird because it's green when it's off. Yeah. But uh, welcome to the first ever Best of Horny Creek and Slayer Talk. 1999 came, and we're still alive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 2000, though. It's 2000s. What okay, they're, 1999 passed. What they're worried and about. we're still alive. What was you talking about? It's 1999 <laughs> right now. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still drunk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what year is it? It's 1999. <laughs> Oh my god! (laughs) So we decided to start the new year. No, no, no. We're not just gonna go past that. Why? Like, are you a time traveler? Have you been lobotomized? I told you, I'm still drunk. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we still have Y2K to look forward to, Carol. (laughs) Oh my god! Did you thought you you thought you drank so much that you were in a coma for a I year? I missed a year. <laughs> oh, oh goodness! Oh, so for those of you that are fans of one show or the other, sorry, but they're both here. <laughs> you're gonna have to sit through Horny Creek if you like Slayer Talk, or you're slit slit through. Slit. You're slitting, slit it up. <laughs> We are off the rails. <laughs> Enjoy these clips. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Maybe. If you're lucky. Oh my God. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you in 2007. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Like, wow, everybody. Welcome back to Slayer Talk. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. (laughs) What's up, Scooby? You want a Scooby snack? Oh, yeah. I've got got some Scooby snacks right here. (laughs) Scooby-dooby-doo. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? <laughs> that's how that's supposed to go, oh, sir. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we we I we, forgot my line. We had a couple of cocktails, so <laughs> I apologize in advance. Well, welcome back to Slayer Talk, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer show. It's uh May twelfth, nineteen ninety eight. I feel like we needed a couple of cocktails to get through Oh my this. god. To get through becoming Oh, part one. There will be a second part. There will be a second part tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, next week. (laughs) I wish it was tomorrow. I can't stand waiting. Next week. Don't you wish we could just watch it all at once? It would be awesome if we could just. Wait and wait. Especially they made us. They made us wait like six or eight weeks. I don't even remember how many weeks it has been. Um, Apparently, Sarah Michelle Geller Mm -hmm. is filming movies. Well, I mean, I know she was in How I Know What You Did Last Summer. How I Know What You Did Last (laughs) Summer. That's the parody version of that, that uh, movie. How I know what you did. Like, and it's just a guy in a tweed coat sitting in a chair being like, let me explain to you how I knew what you were doing last summer. Goodness gracious. 
<laughs> she was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes. And Scream 2. Yes. Ah! Second time. At the very end of the episode, uh, Giles comes into his office. Oh, yeah. And he's this is like, good. hey, let me talk to you. He's like, if it's about Buffy, save your breath. And he's like, yeah, let her back into school because it's a violation of her rights or whatever. And he's like, no, go fuck yourself. I've got a meeting with the mayor. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, you're you're pretty powerful here locally. Uh, I think I'll just go to the state Supreme Court. How about that? <laughs> he also, like, physically threatened him. Well, he's like, he goes, do you, do you think you scare me or whatever? And then he, like, grabs him by the collar and gets really close to his face. And he goes, do you want me to scare you? <laughs> it's pretty fucking cold. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Giles was a cool guy in this episode. Yeah. It's very rare for him. But yeah, so I'm sure next episode we'll get to see Buffy at school. Yeah, probably. It'll be exciting. I mean, uh, this all of this is to get back everything back to normal, right. essentially. To undo the blowing up that they did at the end of last season. Right. Although they can't undo the big blowing up of, you know, Angel going to hell. Well, they're going to have to do something. Because he's still in the credits, one. And two, he was in this episode. Yeah, but I mean, that could be why he's in the credits, because he was, like, in her dream. You know, like, he could be, like, a reoccurring, like, fucking, maybe she'll lose her mind. And he's, like, a hallucination. Oh, that's actually not bad. But yeah, she dreamt about him in this episode. Yeah. Oh, Angel. They were walking in the sunlight, so, you know, it was a dream. Um, But, okay, so, anyways, now that we've talked about all that, her mother is throwing her this party. Um, And when they show up... Like, it's not just her friends, and it's not a dinner party, it's everybody. It's like they invited the whole school or something. It's weird, it's the bronze, but... Right. In her, and and everyone's drinking, these are like supposed to be high schoolers, yeah. right? Like, yeah, and her mom... Joyce and her, is not worried about this, I guess? Her mom and her mom's friend are just like in the kitchen, like, whatever, we'll just let the kids take over the house and yeah. sit in here and drink. Like, what? Drink schnapps and champagne. Why? Her mom has a book club friend that's over. Yeah, her mom's a fucking alcoholic. Yeah, I think so. She's yelling at her in front of her. She's like, and I've had schnapps. Right. Although if she was a hardcore alcoholic, schnapps wouldn't really matter. Probably not. They need to stop trying to make creature costumes. This is a show about the vampire slayer. Don't bring in fucking fish boys and do shitty costumes and, and like... I don't know. It's just like, let her kill vampires. That's what I want to watch. I don't want to watch the creature from the Black Lagoon. And I certainly don't want to watch it try to rape her. Fish boys! (laughs) They should have a spinoff. Based on what happened at the end of this... Stop looking at me like that! Based on what happened at the end of this episode, they should have a spinoff called Fish Boys! Sure. It's the Fish Boys! Oh, look out, everybody. The fish boys are in town. So in this episode, yes, we have the swim team trying to get to the nationals or the state championship. The state championship. The world championships nah. of swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it's just as exciting in Sunnydale to be winning the, uh, the fish, the fish, God, the swim. The team. fish championships. 
the swim championships as it is to be like winning the football ones in Texas because like the f- what? Why Texas? <laughs> the football ones in Texas <laughs> because Texas is very serious about football. Yeah. Saying Sunnydale is very serious about swim. I didn't know you knew anything about football. I know and, that. And I, That's I all I know. No idea that you knew that Texas was big in, fo- in football. I don't even know how I know that, but I do. Oh. Oh, but anyway, so uh, we get a new a new person in the show. A new person. Yeah, we get probably she's probably going to join the cast. I, the, based on everything that really? happened, she's probably going to be there for a while. I mean, you okay? So let's before we start discussing it, let's tell people what the hell's going on. Before we start discussing the show, let let us talk to you about Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! And how you can too achieve eternal life, like some of these vampires. Good. Uh, what'd you think of this episode? Well, I mean, it was depressing as fuck. Beauty and the beasts. Don't you think? Um, I mean, it's a very not at all shaded allegory for domestic violence. So, yeah, it was pretty depressing in that in that category. Right. I mean, the guy. So it's the the, it's a twist, I guess. But the the monster in this episode is a monster, a guy that's so it's a couple. All right. Wow. It's a guy guy and a girl, and the guy is being abusive to the girl. Well, we don't know that right away. That's what I'm saying. It's a twist, so I'm I'm jumping ahead. But he's a monster in the fact that, I don't know, his veins get a little bit bigger, but he's he's a monster in the way that all domestic abusers are monsters. Sure, but he's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You know what's funny about that, too, is that that book... Is a twist. How so? That's a mystery. Hmm. It's just, it's such a well-known book at this point that people don't realize it. But if you read the book, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, it's a mystery. Hmm. You don't know until the end of the book that Dr. that Mr. Hyde is Dr. Jekyll. Okay. That they're the same person. It's just this violence is happening throughout London and... Because a chapter will be about, like, Dr. Jekyll, a chapter will take place from the point of view of Mr. Hyde, and you don't realize they're the same person gotcha. until the until basically the end of the book. Well, that would be, uh, that's definitely a spoiler, like, you know. Like, yeah, but, but it's, so, it's such a well-known spoiler. Right, for sure. That no one can really read the book anymore and be, you know. Surprised. Yeah, be surprised by that. Sure. But, um. It starts out with Wolf Boy. Does it? Oh, yeah, with uh, with Oz, yeah, Sethy Green. So they, yeah, they're they're locking him in a cage because it's the full moon, and this is what they do with him every month for what three nights? Three days. It's like having his period. <laughs> I wish. Um, you wish you turned into a wolf. I wish period? my period only lasted three days. Oh, gotcha. I mean, I have heard that there are some women that are that blessed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I didn't realize the full moon lasted three days, though. It doesn't. So the pair, what well, the, the almost full moon. Remember from the the episode that he turned into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. This is where they came up with this lore that it was three days. The day before the full moon, the day of the full moon, the day after the full moon. 
those are the three days that he turns into a werewolf. And he's like mostly werewolf and not like entirely vicious. The first day he is complete werewolf and it's like his most dangerous on the day on the actual full moon. And then the other day is again, like not a hundred percent werewolf and not quite as dangerous. Interesting. So I'm assuming it was the actual full moon when, when they uh, were afraid something happened. No, I think it was the last day. No, no, because no, because they were talking about it the last day. Oh, okay, maybe sure. So, um, but yeah, so it starts out talking about like monsters and and it's, it was like the Call of the Wild. Yeah. Willow was reading from the Call of the Wild. Well, and- the, the thing is, is so it was Buffy was reading it first. Okay, it was Buffy's voiceover first, and then it switches to Willow because Willow's the one that actually is reading it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I mean, I guess they just wanted more, they like, wanted to give more lines to Sarah Michelle Gellar. I uh-huh. guess because it's, it's, uh, the show's called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, not Willow the wannabe witch or whatever, <laughs> you know? So welcome back to a brand new season of Slayer Talk, everyone. Yay. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's uh, it's been a good week here. It's September 29th, nineteen ninety eight, and we're gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about Buffy this this episode, uh... unfortunately, guys. <laughs> We've got to talk about Anne. Okay. The name of the episode. So, yeah, and um, we can talk about the Scooby Gang. Okay. And how they tried so hard to fill her shoes. They did. It's ridiculous. It was funny because, yeah, the very first thing that happened, well, the very first thing that happens is... What in the fuck was that? It's a theme song. I I really, really don't think so. Come on. Wow. Lafee1994.com. Does that sound like the theme song? This episode, uh, they, Principal Snyder is making them all sell band candy. It's really weird. Like, I mean, it's not weird when you know the whole story. Yeah. But it's a weird thing to be like, you're not in band. Sell candy for the band. Well, they open in the mayor's office. We just met this guy, and apparently he's the plot lord of the entire fucking show now. Right. Because he's like, hey, Mr. Trick, you work for me now. Uh, Fucking sell some chocolate for me. He's (laughs) like, what? Like, I know I'm black, but, uh, I mean, that's pretty stereotypical. Oh, my goodness. To go door-to-door selling candy for my football team or whatever. Angel has changed from a good, virtuous, helpful character into a, a terrible, evil, vile character. Yeah. And the way that the show marks such a, uh, a huge sea change in his character, uh, more eyeliner. <laughs> it's like that's... Did you notice? Like, it looks ridiculous. He's just like, they've ringed his eyes with dark eyeliner. I did not notice. I noticed, and I was like, did, I mean, I was like, the, 
the same visual cues we get from him turning good to evil is the same visual cues you get when your teenager starts to work at Hot Topic. <laughs> well, hello everyone. Happy Friday the 13th. Uh, Uh-oh. October 13th, 1998. Any uh, black cats across your path today? No, no, not yet. I, I rarely go out on Friday the 13th. I know, you're so 13th-phobic. Yeah, that's called tristodectophobia, actually. <laughs> I knew there was a word for it, and I knew you, you knew, knew what it was. You knew it wasn't 13th-phobic. <laughs> uh, my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance Carol. How are you, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. Like I said, it is October 13th, 1998, Friday the 13th, and we've got hope that today is going to be all right. We've got faith that Providence will protect us and trick or, or treats. Treat. <laughs> of course. That's the name of the episode. Hope, trick, or hope, faith, and trick. So I remember why it's faith. <laughs> okay. I'm and I remember why. I, I had no idea where you're going. Why it's trick. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember anything about hope. Hope springs eternal. So it's just general hope? I think so, yeah. Okay. The hope that Angel will return. Right. Well, that, that dude's last name, was it Hope? I don't think so. Brian Hope? What What dude? The dude that she wanted to have sex with or whatever. <laughs> I don't think that she wants to have sex with him. She wants to... D- Date him. She wants to Buster Keaton... Or something like that, right? She wants to that go to the like music a, festival. Sounded like a sexual move. No, no. Buster Keaton? <laughs> no. What? It's a Buster Keaton music. It's a, a performer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what it's was a- that word? <laughs> it's a Buster Keaton music. <laughs> they are a performer. Don't adjust your tapes, everyone. Uh... That was it's not being eaten. Carol. <laughs> Honey, sweetie, sweetie, are you under the impress- impression that Buster Keaton is a music artist? Yes. Like a current day music artist? I have no idea. Obviously, I'm wrong. So Buster Keaton is a comedian from the silent movie era of like really? the 1920s. Yeah. That's what this kid wants to take her to go see? Yes. He said there's a film festival. How weird. Park or whatever. Buster Keaton. What a what a weird choice for a first date. Buster Keaton. I, I barely know her or whatever. How the joke goes. What if his like uh, the oh my god? What? Why didn't they ever do this? The porn version of Buster Keaton from the nineteen twenties would have been Buster Hyman. Oh god, <laughs> that's disgusting. Nineteen twenties silent era porn. You are disgusting. Someone needs to make this now. What is a wrong with you? Like seriously, with Buster Hyman, where like the the house. Stop saying Hyman. The house. So one of the big things that he did was he stood there uh, on the spot or whatever. This house collapses that they're building, right? And the 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 wall falls down, and it comes down around him, and he's standing right where the window is. So he's okay because he goes right through that hole of the window. And they actually did this stunt, too. Crazy. So uh, the porn <laughs> version of that would be 
I don't know, a, a, a tower of women falling down and then the whole right. That's thing. disgusting. You just need to fucking stop. Like, seriously. Ladies, don't turn off the tape. I will get him under control. It's okay. Someone asked me if our show was family friendly. I hope you said no. I said, yeah, of course. Dawson. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. They're the eyes of a man whose logic knows no bounds. Well... Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Horny Creek. <clears throat> my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a good week here. It is December 16th, 1998. Burr, everybody. It's cold. Yeah, it is. It's cold. It's snowy. It's beautiful. It's about almost Christmas time. As a Christmas gift, John Wesley Ship, a.k.a. TV's The Flash, a.k.a. Dawson's dad, gives Dawson's mom an early Christmas gift. I thought you were going to say as a Christmas gift, he takes his shirt off, because he does. Yeah, I guess that's a Christmas (laughs) gift to you, huh? It's a Christmas gift to all of us. Yeah? (laughs) Oh, you're you're speaking for all of womankind, I take it? Well, and some of the boys. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true, now that I think about it, like probably 75% of the audience of this show... (laughs) Was uh, very happy about this. Exactly. So, uh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Dawson. The kiss. It, it. We had to wait months for them to be in the exact same place and only a day has passed. Right. It's so weird. Like, most, like, new seasons of a show, like, the summer has happened. Exactly. You know, it's like, they don't start up first, right where they First episode off. of a new season of Friends, it's like, oh, all the stuff we did over the summer. Right. But nope, 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 nope. They're still making out in Dawson's bedroom when this episode starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Suddenly you were a character from the land before time for a second. What? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. Okay. <laughs> um, But yeah, like, it was so fun watching this with you because yeah. he, he was just freaking out like i i didn't even have a chance to get worried or upset because i was so busy laughing at him because he's like you're he's gonna fuck it up he's gonna shut up dawson shut up <laughs> i'm emotionally invested now okay don't ruin it by talking just do it he's encouraging these two 15 year olds to go have sex just do it <laughs> they don't look like they're 15 but they are <laughs> but they're not also the characters are but correct Oh my god, what, you want to watch a porn with uh, Katie Holmes and uh, James Vanderbeek? Wouldn't be the worst porn in the world. <laughs> oh, that's Katie weird. Holmes is very attractive. She is a very pretty girl. She is. And and James Vanderbeek's nice looking. He's fine. He's not, you know, the best looking dude, but no. he's fine. He's better, he's better looking than Ron Jeremy. Who's that? Famous porn star. Oh. But and she's talking about him like he's not even there. And apparently he's not. He I don't. Spoiler I don't, alerts. He's I, not. I don't get that at all. Like I don't know why you're saying that. I don't know why you said that last night we were watching the show. Because he just disappears. 
With and he leaves them a poem at a hundred dollars. Ghosts don't leave physical items behind. Yeah, they do. They can. No. Yeah. No. He's, it's it's ghost cash. He's not Didn't a you ghost. You see that hundred dollar bill? It had Casper on it. Yeah. So he's doing his own doodling. Except he's not doodling. He's uh writing, writing. a poem. Yeah. But a weird fucking limerick that relates to his life. But, like, the whole time, Joey's like, yeah, nobody's here except Mr. Bottomless Cup of Coffee. Yeah. And, like, that's so mean. I guess. And then Jack's, like, so much nicer than her. He's, like, you know, later. Also, it waits until the dude's gone to talk the shit. Jack's also an asshole. Well, yeah, I know you're mad at him. But he's like, well, maybe, you know, he just doesn't have anywhere to go. And maybe he doesn't have anybody to spend the evening with and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, he realizes he's probably just a lonely dude. Right. So maybe don't make him feel like shit, Joey. This poem he left is talking about embracing their, I don't know. Do you remember the poem? Love. It was something about love. Like, like embrace your love while you, while you have it or whatever, because my fucking wife died on a full moon just like this 10 years ago or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, his wife died, not him. Yeah, but he's dead too. He killed he's himself. He's not dead. He killed himself and he haunts the cove. He died with a hundred dollar bill in his pocket. Where, where, where are you getting any of this? They come back and he's gone. Uh huh. He disappears. He walked his ass come out on. the door. Come on, exactly. Come on. I feel like the implication is he's a full moon ghost. That's weird. All right. There's no such thing as a full moon ghost. You don't know that. Dawson. Yeah. Jack, fucking, I, I hate Jack. He is an asshole. He is an asshole. But he's like, what are you mad at me for kissing you? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I think you're mad because you kiss yourself because you kissed me back. Oh, yeah. Well, so that happens a little bit later. Oh, but, okay. Because um, they're dancing and they're vaguely talking about it. And she's like, I don't want to. And Dawson's looking at them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was all the beans were going to be spilled out here, but it doesn't quite happen here. Yeah. Um, But she's like, look, there is no fucking us I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what your problem is. Get the fuck away from me. I have a boyfriend. You knew I had a boyfriend. And she kind of like just stops dancing with him and runs off. And he follows her out into the hallway. Yeah, she's like, did you not understand I came out here to get away from you, basically? Yeah. And he's like, that's when he's like, you know, why are you so mad? Or whatever. He's like, I'm mad because you kissed me and I have a boyfriend. and You didn't respect my relationship. And he didn't respect me, and I'm mad about that. And all of a sudden, he's like, no. No, that doesn't make any sense. Which, actually, it does. That's, and he's like, exactly. That's the most arrogant fucking thing I've ever heard. And that's like one of those things that manipulative dudes do to fucking try to manipulate a woman. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. It really has to be this. You have to be mad because you kissed me back because you liked it. You want me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's where he's going. And she's like, no, fuck you. And then all of a sudden, Dawson is behind them. And he's like, uh, you kissed her? And she runs off, and Jack runs off. And so then he Dawson goes back in to the, uh, to the dance. And he's like, what the fuck, you kissed my girlfriend? And he's like, yeah, look, I did. It was a full moon. It was a weird night, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Yeah, he's like, I'd do it again. Yeah, and then he goes, 
And, you know, don't play this whole fucking, like, macho thing with us. Like, we're not going to get into a school rumble. We're Neither one of us are the type. And Dawson hauls back and fucking punches the shit out of him. It was awesome. He just laid him out. I loved it. <laughs> I was so proud of him. Me too. Like, absolutely. I wish he had beat him more, <laughs> but he did enough. I mean, Dawson's not really a fighter. Yeah. I mean, wh- he knocked him to the ground, and that's all that needed to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he laid him out for sure. Dawson. And then she's like doubting herself, like, should I really give up France? Like, she's like, Joey Potter's staying in Cape Side for some boy. What do you think about that? And he's like, you know, I'm happy about it. Like, I, I hated I, that, though. What? I hate, like, they can speak in an erudite fashion or, or whatever if they want to. I hate when they get so meta and referential and self-referential and stuff like that where they start narrating their lives in, right. the third, in the third person it's the most pretentious thing ever joey potter's staying and like it's like you might as well just look right at the fucking camera at this point <laughs> pull up a leather chair sit in front of a fireplace right smoke a pipe and be like joey potter staying <laughs> capeside what do you think viewer I mean, it's like a TV, it's like a kid's TV show at that point. I didn't love Dawson's attitude about the whole thing. I did. I, I thought Dawson's attitude was refreshing. That What, that he's being selfish as per usual? Oh, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, he's like, I'm so happy that you're not going to France. I'd miss you, blah, blah, blah. Like, she had an opportunity of a lifetime, and right. he, he's like, oh, I'm so happy you gave that up to be with me. With no hesitation... Like it's realistic, I guess that's how a fifteen-year-old boy would react. I guess I think it's shit. I think she should have gone to France. I for mean, for an entire year. Well, it's a school year. That's not a whole year. It's nine months. Yeah, it's enough time to get pregnant by a French dude <laughs> and have a little sake blue. That is true. I don't know. I mean, granted, if she did go, Jen would. Definitely have gotten him. Whether he wanted to be got or not, no she would shit. get him. <laughs> yeah, all of us talk about her character. All of a sudden, she's a fucking. She's she's Jason Voorhees. <laughs> she's like she can't be killed. <laughs> she's like frying bunnies in the other room. Like she is scary in this exactly. episode. Boiling, but yeah, whatever. I'm just sautéing this bunny. <laughs> Pay no attention <laughs> to me. Goodness. No, um, while they're talking, she walks up. She's like, oh, hey, how are you guys? And like, they're like, we're good. She's like, my, my grandpa died. Yeah. Don't you want to fuck me, Dawson? <laughs> so they're in their economics class. Yeah, economics, I believe it's pronounced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the teacher says there's macro economics mm-hmm. and yes. micro economics correct yep those are the two and they're gonna explore micro and he's like what's the difference between macro and microeconomics and andy the the chick that antagonizes pacey right and vice versa uh she's she's like hey can i can i get she must be desperate she's like can i get your notes yeah he's like yeah i didn't do the reading i don't take notes so I've got nothing to give you. And she's like, oh, I was so busy last night. And I don't, I didn't do the reading. And now I don't know. And it, like, he's going to call on me. He's like, just say pass. <laughs> she's like, I'm not a pass girl. I don't say pass. Dawson. Do you remember, 
And yes. not that long ago when you were giving me a hard time. I mean, it was a few months ago, but you were giving me a hard time about uh, how long the months were. This is okay. So wait one second. <laughs> this is this is every conversation with Carol, by the way, <laughs> with no context whatsoever. She'll just start out saying something. There's context because it relates to what we're talking about exactly. I'm saying, hey. You just pointed out this is the longest month. Do you remember when you gave me shit because I didn't know what the shortest month was? Because I, I said something like February wasn't the only month that only had 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, uh-huh. uh, sure. no, all, all the months have like 30 days or something or whatever, but that's not true. They're, they're, they're just said- all longer than February. <laughs> When I said that's that's the point you're trying to make, you fucked up the most basic thing in the world, something that kindergartners know months ago, and you decided to hold on to that and bring it out now. Your meanness about it is what I held on to. What I said was every month besides February has at least 30 days. Thirty or thirty-one days. Got caught up before because I thought I thought thirty days, half September, April, June, November. All the rest have thirty-one except for February. And you learned this in kindergarten. I don't know when I learned it, but anyway, the longest month of the year. Yeah, that's this is going to be the longest episode we ever did. <laughs> exactly. And Dawson kind of reacts to it, but it's like, I'm, I really wonder where we're at with Dawson and Jen, because obviously Dawson and Joey are, are broken up for now. Right. I don't know if they intend to get them back together at any point, but like, he seems kind of jealous, but also like, not really like, cause he sees the light and he's like, oh, you know, that sucks or whatever. But then he's not, he's mooning over Joey still. Yeah, I mean, like, he, in, in the moment when he sees the light, it definitely bothered him. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't, like, hold on to it. That's not his biggest worry in the world. No, he's totally focused on Joey. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think that it was weird that he cares at all. Like, I literally said when we were watching, I'm like, why the fuck do you care? Because he did act like he cared. Yeah, um... But, I mean, I guess, like, just because she's his ex. And, like, maybe he was... Dawson has this ideal that he thinks everybody should live up to. Yeah. That sex should just be about love and, and, and romance rules everything. And, <laughs> and all this, these, like, very touchy, gooey, emotional, like, romantic ideas. And he thinks everybody should live up to that. Right. And the fact that this guy just wants to fuck and be done... Just wants to have sex with as many women as he can. Jen's the next one on the list. And the idea that Jen might also just want to have sex tonight, it doesn't make any sense to him. I don't know if that's what Jen wanted. It, she sure acted like that's what she wanted. Yeah. But, because she looks a little, like, disappointed, I guess, the next day, kind of. Yeah. Because the next day he's just like, hey, thanks for a great time last night. And she's like, oh. Oh, okay. And she said, give me a second to get dressed. We can go down together. And he's like, oh, that's okay. I'll meet you down I'll there. I'll get you down there. So it's like he doesn't care about her anymore. That was a weird, I mean, it's, it's a very subtle conversation, but it, it did really kind of frame where they're at. Yeah. And, but she looked disappointed. Like yeah. I said, and it's like, but you said you knew. Yeah. And like, you weren't drunk. 
like you you knew, right? I mean, they well, they were drinking a little bit of wine, and they are only teenagers. They might have been a little drunk. Yeah, but I mean, not not drunk enough. Yeah. No, well, yeah, they she, knew what they were doing. They sure, they certainly didn't frame it that way. Yeah. That, she, that he, like, got her hammered or anything. It certainly seemed completely like she, like, even that, that conversation with Dawson, like, she had complete agency. Yeah. She knew exactly what was going to happen. And she made her choice. Yeah. And I guess she's just regretting that choice. Because part of her wants to live up to that Dawson ideal. Yeah, she doesn't want to act like New York Jen, and she did. Yeah, and the, the part of her is New York Jen. True. And and it's okay to want to have sex just for the fun of it yeah. when you're a teenager sometimes, you know? If you're safe. And, you know, they showed the Durex condom ripped open. So. <laughs> they did. They showed I the wrapper. Like, they showed the wrapper on his thing just ripped open. Like, it was like subtle little, like, hey, kids. <laughs> Use condoms. Jen and Richie Rich were safe, and you should be too. <laughs> um, but then, uh, yeah. So the question on the test how many times have you fallen in love? That's the one that the mm-hmm. little girl told him. She's like, hey, your, your fucking lady there wrote two. So he's all upset about Oh, yeah. That. That, that's what really rocks his world, is the idea that Joey was in love with anyone besides him. Mm-hmm. So he tries to talk to her about it, and she's like, leave me the fuck alone. I said I wanted space. Get mm-hmm. away from me. Although, earlier in the episode, that kind of bothered me, because... She tries to talk to him in the hallway at school. She's yes. like, hey, how's it going? Like, try- yep. And she's like, can't we just be friends or whatever? And he's like, you wanted space. I'm giving you space, so mm-hmm. leave me alone, basically. Yep. And then she's, like, doing that to him. And it's like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Like, she's like, I want my space. Well, the fuck was this morning, then? Yeah, exactly. Um, But, so they all fall asleep studying kind of by themselves. And... They wake up at 6 a.m. They're like, oh, no. So they have to cram. Which is, this whole thing is so weird to me. Okay, their test is scheduled for 10 Mm a.m. They are in high school. This is not college. That would make sense if this was college. But no, they wake up at 6. They have four hours to study for the test that's at 10. What? When does school start in Cape Side? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Are there any other, like, classes? Because it's not like it doesn't... None, nothing in this episode says they go to other classes at right? all. And, yeah, and so they go to show up for the test, and there's a note on the door like, oh, Tess is uh, postponed to tomorrow because he's sick. There's not a substitute teacher? I That's what I was thinking, too. Like, that doesn't make any sense. they just like, well, you, you don't, you're not going to class this. Yeah. It, it totally makes sense in college. It does mm-hmm. not make sense for high school. No, because they're supposed to be accounted for all day long. They're minors. Yeah. This show forgets the age that they're working with a lot. Mm-hmm. So then they all go take a nap on the football field. Yeah. The fuck? But before any of that happens, yeah. they're like, uh, Pacey engineers this this cram session. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, I guess, like, you know, Andy falls in love with him again or whatever because he can study. <laughs> um, it's and- the most, I, I mean, it makes sense. That would make her wet. <laughs> Just saying. But they, so she apologizes and they, you know, they kind of make up and everything. Um, And then Joey, after, I think it's, I think maybe it's, I think it's, I think it's before they look at the note though. But it's after the study session. Uh Uh-huh. She says to Dawson, look. Because he, yeah, because he blows up at the little girl and everything. She has a conversation with the little girl. 
And she's like, uh, aren't you supposed to tell me that, like, love's worth it or whatever? And she's like, look, you know, getting older sucks. <laughs> and she's like, but sometimes it's really cool, too. Um, so they have a, a sweet little conversation. And then um, she says to Dawson in the morning after their study session, she's like, look, the two times that I fell in love were both you. And she explains how, you know, the crush was one kind of love and everything. And then after they kissed, it was a completely different kind of love. And she saw him in a completely different way and everything. And so, and she's like, you know, just because we're not together, that doesn't mean my feelings have changed for you. This whole thing is like, I guess it makes sense for stupid teenagers. But <laughs> this whole thing is so dumb where it's like, we still love each other, but I need to see who I am. You know, there are ways to explore who you are while you're also in a relationship. Sure. If I mean, like, Dawson's not, like, a super, like, controlling dude. No, but, and, yeah, I don't think the problem here is Dawson in any way. Mm-hmm. The problem is Joey, and Joey doesn't know how to separate herself from Dawson without separating herself completely from Dawson. Yeah, I guess that's true. She should have gone to Paris. Yeah. She could have gone to Paris and discovered herself or whatever and then come back to to Dawson and been fully committed to him. Yeah. That probably would have been better. But that is the episode, everyone. It is. We didn't go all night, sorry. <laughs> and neither would uh, you know, a bunch of teenagers on a school night normally either, but you yeah, know, no it's shit. Dawson's Creek. So. Yeah, they were able to just get into a they were able to go to this dude's house and no one was accounted for, and Jen's grandma never said anything, and Dawson's mom never said anything. Yep. And, I mean, I guess Pacey's parents hate him or whatever, or don't care about him. Uh, and Andy's mom is insane. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, but... Yeah, it was uh, interesting. But anyway, Carol, tell the people where they can stay up all night and do things for us. <laughs> you can write us at latefee1994awol.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Duh. And share the tapes with your friends. See. All right, <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.